Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hi everyone, this is Lily. Guess what? I've started a classy, sexy, and very sensual OnlyFans page, and I'd love for you to come visit my site. What will you see? For years, you've heard Kyle and I talk about our lifestyle, that we are naturists who also swing, and we've also done a lot of photo shoots. Well, I've modeled a lot, mostly for Kyle. My work has been varied. Some of my favorite shoots have been very sexy pinup sets that remind me of the old 1940s pinup calendars. You know, corsets and sailor girl outfits, just to name a few. I've also done several nude sets from very artistic to very sexual and sensual. Have you seen the cover of Kyle's book, My Bound Valentine? That's me, wrapped up in a rope with all the good parts covered. That was a long set we did with many, um less covered, and much more revealing photos. Those and more will be on my OnlyFans page. What else? I've also done videos reviewing adult sex toys and Kyle's books. In fact, I have a lot of bedtime stories I've read wearing nothing but sheer lingerie. I plan on doing several more bedtime stories, maybe topless. Would that keep you up at night? Finally, I've been doing some workout selfies and videos, A few of those have been topless. Look for them soon. The best thing? I have a lot of free content I'm going to share. Right now, it's free to subscribe to the site. You just have to pay for the nudes. So come check out my OnlyFans page. Just click the link in the podcast description. Hey everyone, this is Kyle Cannon, and welcome to another episode of the hottest podcast on the air right now, anywhere you're going to find. Um, it's the Speak Seductively podcast, and I have, uh, unfortunately, Lily is, her schedule is continuing to be crazy, um, but I do have Angela back for another sex talk. So Angela, hi and welcome. Hello. You know what? Just change it to Kathleen today. <laughs> we we were joking. We're recording early and both of our voices are are a little weird, but um, <laughs> yeah. I, I love was- Angela. I love Angela's voice. We were talking about how hot a lot of guys find that deep throaty uh, Kathleen Turner. I know. Raspy, raspy voice. It'll even out. It's just that first like you know, hour or so like, <laughs> coffee, you know, it's just Oh, I don't I'm, 
I'm slamming a coffee right now. So um, we have, so I, I, I jokingly, and I'm not sure it'll end up being called this uh, when we publish it, but called this, um, what, what did I call this? 69? 69 again and again. Again and again, because <laughs> we just keep coming back to that. But after, uh, well, let's, let's talk about um, some books that we both have coming out. Do you want to talk about the book that you just released? Um, yeah, Kinky Soup. And so far, you know, people, people are loving it. And I love that people are giving me their favorite letter. Some people have shocked me <laughs> with their favorite letter. People that I know that have read it, and they're like, Oh, I love this one. And I was like, how have we not been having conversations before this, you little freak? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it was a labor of love and I love it so much. And, you know, it's, 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 it's doing what I've always wanted my books to do is to spark conversation. And that's the thing that I've been loving hearing the most. Your it's like, book, oh, I, go ahead. I was going to say your book is intellectual erotica. I've never heard that before. And I will 100 percent take that because that's even in my vampire series or my awakening series i would say more so with my awakening series moving forward to spark mm -hmm. those conversations i love my vampire series so much because i love that paranormal aspect even yeah. like in movies and stuff but there's still things that's done sexually in those books that could spark conversation 100 percent. but this one here you know, with Kinky Soup, I really did my best. And with the help of one of my, you know, very best friends, come up with um, something for each letter that I don't want to say that isn't common because it, it could be very common to you. Yeah. But I didn't want to go so far up, you know, the kink spectrum where people are like, I don't even know what that word is. I'm going to have to look it up and then be like, there's no way. Like, it's like an intermediate, you know, how you do things beginner, then intermediate, then advanced, you know, summer, mm -hmm. it, it goes that whole three spectrum. And that's all I want to do. That's just always been my goal with anything is to spark conversation and yeah. to let the reader and whoever they're sharing it with know that it's okay to be like, you know what, I think I might be a masochist or I think I want to wear leather or mm -hmm. let's try some, you know, let's educate ourselves and try some rope or wax or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I just want to give someone that safety feeling because I never had that safety feeling. I had to find it on my own. And I think if you feel that way, then you can start working on yourself and then maybe make whatever relationship you have or going into a little bit better. I agree. I agree. I, I, I like your stuff. Um, my, my right, my, I, I've shared this before and Lily and I have talked about this. The very first book I published was basically, um, about our first experiences uh, as nudists and then swingers. And um, I wrote it with the intent of educating 
that, you know, we're basically, you know, we joke all the time where your neighbor, your next door neighbor that you'd never suspect of being that kinky. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there are a lot of people out there who are like that. I mean, the more we go out and look, the more we talk to people who are in the lifestyle, it's so funny to find out how many of them go to extremes to hide that kink. And we get it because we we do the same thing, but um, but it's also a struggle to find your way as as you're trying to explore the lifestyle. Oh, absolutely. And I understand the reasoning to, you know, that you have to hide or yeah. or disguise or whatever adjective you want to use for that. I get that because. And I know I've mentioned it on here before. I work a super corporate job and there's a hand, a good chunk of people in there that know that I do write because they see me doing it on my lunch hour, you know, somewhere, or they overhear me talking to someone, but I can't go. I can never go into detail. Oh, like, right. what are you working on? Words. You know, I can't <laughs> go into, I can't go into detail of what anything is happening because you know, it's at this point, you know, it could be an HR violation. It could be, you know, I could offend someone and that would never be my intention. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, I would feel horrible if I did that. But, you know, I, I've just learned to tell people like, you know, I would love to talk to you about it, but if you really, really want to know, it's all up on Amazon. Cause then they yeah. can read like the description of it and, and they're decide. making a choice. Yeah. And there's people, you know, and my people appreciate that because it, it's something that I do. It's who I am. The only time I ever get upset or offended by it where like people are like, I love that you have a hobby. No, <laughs> this is another thing that I actually like. It's a part of who I am. Right. But, um, you know, you have to navigate certain things. And, yeah, you know, and, and you pick and choose the battles you're willing to fight or that are worth fighting. You know, I know that I couldn't stand in the kitchen of my office and just be like, well, today I'm working on, you know, rim jobs. You know, I can't be that loud about it. <laughs> and what a shame it is that you can't do that. You know, people I now there are some people that I have seen that I'm just like, you know what, maybe you should talk about something because you're. <laughs> talk about it and do it you know because you need to relax <laughs> you are stressing me out seriously yeah and i i the the older i get the more i realize life is worth being mellow and not i mean don't carry stress and anger around with you it's stupid it's unnecessary that's how people get sick angry people piss me off <laughs> unnecessarily angry people piss me off yeah so uh what's let's talk about your title again we'll make sure to get it in the podcast description kinky soup kinky which soup. i don't i one think that is my top i fucking love that title and i'm not saying it because it's my book but that's a cute title folks it is, a an title. It, it is an adorable it is an adorable title have you thought of have you thought of a subtitle like kinky soup for the genitals 
Or... Oh my God. You know what? That is the... Damn it. If that's not a good idea. <laughs> you can use it. Thank you. Because <laughs> people have asked me, they're like, are you going to do a part two? Because, you know, I like series, you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't know where I necessarily would go unless I knew I didn't have something else in the works. Like essentially I could write like 26 books. I can take each one and make them longer, but I enjoy the standalone, you know, sometimes. And, you know, this, I, you know, it's hit on the head pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a book that just released on in late October called A Hot Wife Possessed. Um, it's part of the Ultimate Hot Wife Halloween series. Um, oh, I I've, 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 I've talked about it before on here that um, I, I collaborate with a group of authors who are write, who write hot wife in the hot wife genre and um, done a couple. And so this is a continuation of actually, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not going to uh, piss off some of the hot wife purists when with this book, but I wrote a series um, years ago uh, called um, Amber's Erotic Possession. It was the, the stories of the succubus queen. So paranormal stuff. Um, and, and I had a lot of fun with it and people enjoyed it. It was, I, I was, when I wrote it, sat down and wrote it, I was thinking 1980s campy <sighs> movies. Yes, kind of crap. yes, yes, yes. You so, had me at hello. <laughs> so I just decided to get, get crazy with it. There were two books in that original series and I've always wanted to bring those characters along. I mean, come on. I have a sex demon named Dildo who has two penises. You know, I'm going to, there are some people that I am telling about this as soon as we're done. <laughs> so when uh, the, the hot wife group decided to do a Halloween book, um, they talked about how, you know, can we do a little paranormal? Can we do this? Can we do that? And, and it was opened up a little bit more. So I brought my characters from, the the hot wife um christmas and valentines that i had written earlier in the year they came back so kelly and greg are back and they're going to meet the succubus queen lilith and the girl that woman that she's possessed um amber and uh have a hot and hot crazy sex party on halloween and yes dildo does get involved and I don't want to give too many spoilers, but um, Helen of Troy's vibrator, yes, she had a vibrator, um, makes an appearance because it's magic. You're saying all of my favorite kink words. Like, I am here <laughs> for all of this. And like I said, I'm just going to download the app after I do all my errands today. I think you I think you should. And I'll, I'll send you a copy of the book. Um, Lily is probably going to do the audio um, when she has time in the next month or so. Um, but she did the audio for Amber's Erotic Possession and um, the Succubus Queen book, the first two that I wrote. And uh, those those were incredibly well received. And it's funny to me that I had so many people who read them the way they were intended to be written as fun, campy, erotic, sexy stuff, not serious. Don't I'm not, I mean, don't take them seriously. I had others who read the books and were like, I think they were reading them as, as serious novels or something because 
Like, this is not the tale of two cities I was promised. Yes, yes, yes. What kind of demon has two penises? Come on. But I, I anyway, don't know my <laughs> so it's it's a hot wife possessed. You can get it free with Kindle Unlimited, um, but uh, it's on Amazon right now. And it is a fun read. People who have read it are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. So enjoy. That sounds um, amazing. I, I, while, while I'm doing Lily is actually the model on the front cover, which I, I we had so much fun making the cover and. I normally don't do a lot of photoshopping uh, with the photography I did, but with this one we did. And I think it turns out just, all, I would buy the book just for the cover. Well, you know, some things have to be photoshopped. Some people are not naturally born with more arms. Well, in, in the, the picture, and I'll send you this. So you, you may, maybe try to send it through Zoom right now, but um we had to Photoshop Lily on into the woods and she's holding a magical staff because, and it's really a staff. It's not a euphemism for a penis, but it could be. Um, yeah. And there's lightning and static electricity going around it. And Lily's wearing a black leather corset kind of thing. Um, plenty of cleavage showing for those of you who want it. But um it's it's really a sexy sexy picture and i love it so so there i love all of that like i said i mean and plus you know i love love a good theme book every so often yeah well and sometimes it's fun it's like it's like palate cleansing your mind to just write something fun and off exactly and and this this was that for me. And am I going to get back and do my, you know, I do like to write hot wife stories and, and erotica that um, sends a message. I mean, that's we're all about being sex positive. And that's what I'm I try to do is 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 hit that. And I I think um, with that said, should we get to the topic of the main topic of the show today? Let's do it. Can I make my voice even deeper? <laughs> Let's go all the way. <laughs> so the last episode and after the last uh, episode we we um, recorded, we started, we, we had questions about um, three ways and people were curious about three, three ways. And so we've been chatting and we thought we'd make that the main topic of, of today's program. That sound about yeah. right? Yes, yes, it is. So I know we've sort of touched on uh, touched on three ways before. Um, how do you want to start with this? One, people are shocked at my my stance on them, and you know I shouldn't even say stance because it's. <laughs> It would be something that I would entertain again. I just have to, to navigate past feelings. And I really, and I'm a firm believer that it's, it's something that cannot be planned out to the letter. Yes. Yes. Some things need to be just kind of spontaneous, you know, cause if you're with people, 
you know, you can feel that synergy. You know, there's right. something in the air, you can feel it. And you just got to kind of move around until you reach that spot. I can understand talking about it, especially if it's you and your partner and like, hey, does this sound fun to you? I mean, don't surprise it on somebody because that's just not nice. But, you know, when it's when it's so planned out and strategic, I think that's where, it, one, it loses all the fun and it never goes according to plan. No, no. And, and I, the, the spontaneity of it. So I I've experienced like both ends of it, um, just completely unplanned and spontaneous and fun. And then, um, there, there was a time where Lily and I planned one out and it just didn't work out the way. I mean, you, you build it up in your head that, oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And then when it doesn't, you're kind of thrown. And for one reason or another, we're both pretty laid back and um, go with the flow kind of people. But I, and we talked about this afterwards, planning it ruined that. It, it, and then, and then it made it hard to, when things started, started changing, we're not going the way we had talked about. It made it hard to kind of get into that, that change. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because I think you're going to be thinking about what you talked about, what you planned about in the middle of it, of do doing whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And then there's so many semantics to it. Is it going to be a guy and two girls? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be a woman and two dudes? Is it going to be, you know, it's, there's so many spoons in the pot. Yeah, but, and go ahead. And there's always, I shouldn't say always, but, you know, you've got to keep your jealousy feelings in check. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it, it's hard to do that. You and you had actually mentioned as we were chatting. So before I get get to this, I, I want to throw this question out to our listeners. Have you had a three way? And if you had, if you have, was it planned or unplanned? So I, I'm I'm curious to know that the the very the very first three way I had was completely unplanned, and was so much fun as a result of that it, at the time. Um, but my my girlfriend's best friend was the other woman involved in it, and it it just it it happened naturally, but. Something Angela had said online earlier kind of struck me and reminded me of this. It was afterwards that there were issues of jealousy that started blooming up between the the two women, and you know it, it made it made it awkward. At the time, the three way was great; it was fun because it was unplanned, and we all enjoyed it. But you know, I'm thinking back on it and wondering if maybe. We were all too young. Um, I mean, we were early twenties, but um, I, I don't. I don't know where that jealousy came about that wasn't there when we were in the heat of the moment. I, it, it's hard to control that feeling because it's just it happens naturally. You know, someone got kissed a little bit more. Someone got ate a little bit more. Someone got fucked a little bit more. Yeah, you know, and. 
Yeah. Once everything's done and you come down from that high and it might not be right then, but you know, you're going to think about it for the next couple of days. And then, you know, you're going to replay it in your head and then someone's going to, you know, whoever in the party is going to be like, well, why did you do this to them and not to me? Or I think or when it happens just really organically and everyone's just feeling around. I don't know yeah. if that comes up as much. No, pro probably not. And then, and then it does depend on how you handle it afterwards. And um, I think, in, so this was a, a bizarre situa situation. The um, my, my girlfriend's best friend had broken up with her boyfriend months before, and she'd started spending a lot of time with us, which was fine. I mean, she's a great person. Um, we all got along. Um, there was definitely some flirty kind of stuff going on uh, over the course of time. And then the three-way actually happened. We were, we had just gotten back from a bar. We were watching a movie and the lights were out and my girlfriend and I started making out and she actually said, so I'm going to make up a name here. Oh, Heather, Heather's looking left out. And so I leaned over and I gave Heather a kiss and it just kind of went from there. Um, my my girlfriend was actively involving her in what was going on. But I think in hindsight, I think what happened is we all got into that moment. Um, but then my girlfriend started worrying that, that Heather was going to try to steal me away. And I had no thought of that whatsoever, if that meant. Yeah, no, I mean. I doubt that you would have, but, but something you, something you had mentioned the whole, I, I actually heard the, um, well, you were kissing her passionately like you normally kiss me. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that's how I kiss. <laughs> that, that's, that's kissing. And, you know, we were all being passionate and I didn't say this because, you know, I'm not that stupid, but I wanted to say, well, you were kissing her passionately like you normally kiss me. Um, but Well, that's just opening yourself up for an unnecessary argument <laughs> yeah, or a punch in the face, one or the other. But yeah, but yeah, I, but those are the kinds of things. So it was it was great fun. it was great at the time but I, I did learn from that and Lily and I have talked about um that moving forward that um what what are our jealousy triggers and I learned there to you know that part of this it's not the planning of a three-way but like you had said before discuss it with your partner your significant other that if we were to do this, what 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 makes you uncomfortable and what makes you comfortable? Exactly. And have that conversation. Um, because early, at that point, I don't think that's the, you know, you're not planning anything. You're just like, you know, setting boundaries, which is always right. a good right. to do. But, you know, there's got to be some sort of like underlining understanding. But yeah, and, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say it is it is especially for something like that. I think it is really important that you you have that understanding of is it okay to do this? Um 
our, our very first few times that we decided we would, we would um, swap or even do soft swap kind of stuff. Um, one of the things Lily had said is I really don't want to watch you kissing another woman um, because, and, and it's fun. Our listeners are going to find this funny maybe, but she's like, I, I'm totally fine if she gives you head, if you're having sex, but I really don't want to see you having, pa- you know, passionate kissing. Which well, kissing is intimate. It is. And we talked about it and I, I completely understood that. Um, and then, but I mean, we, we not only relaxed that, we just got rid of that altogether as, as we played around a little and realized that, um, neither one of us is at risk of losing the other because of making out that just makes it better for that person. Well, pretty woman hit it on the head, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Don't, don't kiss because it's, I, kissing is extraordinarily intimate. Mm -hmm. And you know, I can see why that would cause someone to be really jealous. Right. And it's a matter of working through that and then realize. So one of the, the first times that we um, we we ended up swapping, we had talked about that. Uh, well, let's let's just keep it at, at groping and fondling and stuff like that. And and we started that way. But then we both let it get a lot further and in, ended up having sex with the person we had swapped with. And one of our hard and fast rules has always been that we end the night with each other. And that night we, the sex we had with each other started off awkward. I mean, we had, it ended up great, but we were talking afterwards that, um, you know, it was weird having this, this rule that we both violated, even though we were in the same room together and kind of gave permission to, to do that, um, you know, and then talked about how it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as uncomfortable as I thought it would be. In fact, it wasn't uncomfortable at all. Um, but for, I mean, I don't want to bore people by saying the same thing over and over again, but it's communication. Yeah. With your partner. And sometimes you're going to fuck something up, but you have to talk about it and work, work your way through it. Yeah. Because it's, I think at that point, if that happens, it might 100% just be unintentional. You don't read because things happen in the heat of the moment. Right. You're not thinking, I mean, you're thinking, but you're not necessarily thinking clearly. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, everything is moving fast. Everything is feeling good. You're enjoying yourself and you're just going with the flow. So I, I have a, a question. I, I actually asked uh, our my friend who I've mentioned here before, he and his wife are really getting into the swinging lifestyle. And they had a couple of threesomes, which he really enjoyed. But I, I asked him, um, do you prefer male, male, female or male, female, female? 
you know, what, what is your, what, what is the makeup of the three way that you find you enjoy the most? So let me throw that out to you. Um, you've sort of implied it, but what's your favorite mix for a threesome? Both of mine were, um, male, female, female. So, I mean, I'm sure he enjoyed it. Cause I don't know. I mean, if you're straight, what dude isn't going to want like two chicks? Right. I mean, but, um, I mean, I, <laughs> same feeling. I wouldn't be opposed to myself and two dudes. <laughs> um, but I hadn't had the other, so I have no way of like saying I like one over the other. I still have to come to terms with even entertaining to doing it again. Right. Well, and and that's the whole thing. Uh, I know we've talked about it quite a bit. It's it goes back to that planning part of it. Um, it's not fun if it's. I mean, at least for me, for us, it's not fun if it's planned. No, because. I understand, like I said in the beginning of this, you know, you've got to talk about it and be like, okay, well, let's do this. That is where the end of the planning should be. Well, other than, you know, deciding your boundaries. Right, right. But exactly. it doesn't have to be like, okay, Friday night, tonight's the night, we're going to go in the bedroom, I'm going to take off your clothes, you take off my clothes, and then we'll take off their clothes, and then you lay down first, and, the, you know, it's... That seems like a lot. Yeah, it's 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 uh, too much work. But it's, I mean, so we've we've had um, every three way that Lily and I have had is, and, and I actually I hate to say that I can't call them um, true three ways because it was more you know it's kind of a party situation and they're you know, there were more people there. So I, I will say, you know, Lily has said this here before, so I'll, I'll repeat for her, but um, she does not really enjoy two guys on her at the same time. Um, there's been times that she has, but, you know, she, she's explained it over and over again. It makes her feel claustrophobic. I can understand. I can probably really understand that feeling. And, and for her, it's not, um, she's, she's said this before and, and we've talked about it so that, you know, part of our planning when we do something is, um, uh, two guys, one after the other is different, you know, but not at the same time, that way she's able to enjoy the sensation and whatever she's doing with them. That with that. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. But um, she all, you know, our, our th she also enjoys watching, like watching me with another woman or a lot of our female, female, male um, mix ups have been her helping another. I, I, I'm, I don't know how X rated I should get with this, but like helping another woman, like get my penis into her, that kind of thing. And then sitting and making out with me while another woman is having sex with me or, or blowing me or she enjoys that. Um, I enjoy watching her with another guy, um, which is 
partly why I, I do enjoy writing the hot wife stuff. But, you know, from my perspective, it's, I like to see her have pleasure. So I like to know that if we're doing something like that, that she's actually having fun with it and not, you know, not, not doing it just because I want her to do it. And that's exactly, that's 100% the core of it. You have to, you know, you have to be okay with your partner enjoying another amount of pleasure. Mm-hmm. That should be where it lies. And not, and not be threatened by that. Exactly. Where yeah. you don't take it personally going, well, what's wrong with me? Why couldn't I do this? Well, not everyone likes everything. Right. Well, and so I, I may be going a little off track with this too, but over the years, Lily and I have gotten, we love having sex with each other. I mean, we, we know how to make the other one enjoy themselves. And she has said this more often than it. She loves the act of sex, but there are a lot of times where it's not as, you know, she's not going to have an orgasm with somebody new. Well, yeah, because I mean, it could be like super great, but they're not going to know all the things that you like, where you like to be touched, what you like to have done. Because I think when for like a real, actual, powerful orgasm, you've got to you've got to know all the moving parts. Right. You've got to know how to move someone or there's got to be in some sort of connection obviously there's a connection if you're having sex mm-hmm. you know the energy's right the chemistry's right and you both said yes and now you're going to do it you might get off but to have that big boom volcanic orgasm that lasts just, for a minute yeah i think you have to you know that's different than just getting off yeah. Well, and there's different as she so we've done uh when we were really into photography doing all of that um she's done a couple of uh girl girl photo shoots and uh several with a male model and she she told the the very first um uh guy girl photo shoot that she, that we did um she did tell me she had she described them as mini orgasms, but she said it was mainly because it was so kinky knowing that I was taking pictures and, and was totally watching what they were doing and, and telling them what to do. So it wasn't as much the act of having sex with somebody else that, that helped her. It was the act, it was how we were all involved in it. Exactly. Yeah. But, but she's also said, we were going through and looking at some of the pictures, considering whether or not we'd put some on her OnlyFans page at some point, which we probably will. But um, we were talking about it and she, you know, she said again, the, the sex was good, blowing him was good, but it wasn't incredible. And if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. But We've, I mean, and we've, so like our, 
are swinging. We've often said we're more naturists than swingers. And, you know, I have to stick with that. We, we've tried it. We, we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but we're, I don't know if I could, we've taken a step back because it's not important right now. I mean, it's not a necessary thing. It's never been a necessary thing in our lives. It was always a fun thing that we did because we would both enjoy it. Um, and if it happens again, it happens again, but we're not actively pursuing it right now. And, you know, and that's okay because pace change. Yeah. And yeah. You, and you have well, to roll with that. Well, and, and for, you know, one of the reasons why I liked talking about the, this whole thing is this is a big part of what Lily and I have talked about is not over planning life, having fun. Um, it seemed like when we were exploring the lifestyle, we were over planning things. We were, okay, there's this party. Should we go to this party? Um, or these people contacted us through the swinging website. They look nice. They seem nice. Should we meet them for dinner and talk to them? Um, you know, it, it just, it felt like it was becoming overly planned to have okay sex or good sex, but, um, was that needed for us? Is that. No, that makes perfect sense, you know, and back to the keyword of every podcast, you know, it's, you can't. Things change. Your tastes change. You evolve. And as long as you're talking about it and saying, hey, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore or I don't want to do this right now for a while, then just be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you force it, that's where things get bad. And then, you know, that's where, like for me, that's where it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Right. And I think for us, we discovered that it, when we when we're, we're playing like that, we need to like the people we're with. So we need to know them. And it doesn't need it, it doesn't need to be rushed and frantic. No, but not at all. One of our one of our best times. Um, it, great example. And and I use a lot of the things that we've done as as story starters for my sh short stories or my books, but the the resort I've talked about this before. Um, we had absolutely no intention of doing anything but just being nudists when we went to one of our favorite resorts. But we had a neighbor we met, we talked to. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. Hi everyone, this is Lily Cannon and I hope you were enjoying the podcast. I promised to get you back right away, but I had to take a moment and remind you to check out Kyle's books on Amazon. One of my favorites, Naughty Christmas Cards, is, well, about gifts. Very special adult gifts. 
Just go to Amazon to get your copy of Naughty Christmas Cards, free with Kindle Unlimited. Did I mention that there's an audio version read by yours truly? Wow, it's hot, if I do say so myself. To learn more about Kyle and his work, follow him on Twitter, at Kyle Cannon Author, on Instagram, at Kyle Cannon Fiction, or Facebook, look for Kyle Cannon. All his books are available on Amazon. Just search for, you guessed it, Kyle Cannon. Now, back to our podcast. And again, turned out, you know, to be, I would say, a hot wife threesome fun, but it only happened because we got to know this the guy that was next to us and we, we, we've stayed good friends with him over the years, but it it was a perfect example of what we're talking about. It happened to orga- organic. I was going to say orgasmically. Well, um, probably that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, very much, you know, I a shameless plug for the, the book, very much like what I described in the book. Um, and it fit with stuff that Lily and I both enjoyed. Um, I, I, I liked, well, he can't, he enjoyed watching Lily and I have sex and then he enjoyed, you know, he and Lily had fun together and I enjoyed watching that. Um, that to me is an, an awesome threesome. That's does exactly what we would want in a, in a threesome. And that's how it should be. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the point that I think you and I are both trying to make where, you know, you just, you know, the vibes are right, you know, the conversation is good, you know, and when all of that happens is when what you're talking about comes out naturally. Yeah. Oh, well, I like this. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be as hard as some people make it out to be. Right. And... Well- I, I was I was just going to say um, we we do a promo on on the show, most of our shows about consent, and that is critical to us that that everybody involved in something um, know what they're doing and consent to what's going on and have everybody has the right to say no I don't I don't enjoy that uh, and stop. Yeah, exactly. But so those that I, 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 an example of one that we didn't enjoy, we met a couple and we did all the and this was one of our learning experiences. Um, one of the last times we had done something like this, we'd met a couple a few times for dinner uh, just to get to know each other and then um, went to. Uh, their place for dinner uh, is like our third time getting together and um, they had a hot tub. So we all got in the hot tub and Lily and I, and we had said this, that, you know, especially to start off, we're more interested in, in the voyeurism aspect and then see how that works out. Um, the guy, the the hu- other husband, um, almost from the moment we got into the the hot tub was, all over Lily and did one of those stand up and tried to force his penis into her mouth. And we ended it right there because it was like, you know, you're, you're not, 
this isn't fun. You're, you're, no, now you're being aggressive and that's how things, that's how people get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, we were fortunate. We were able to stop it. Um, and the sad thing to me was this guy was, his wife was there and willing to have fun with him or have fun with me, but he was all into the aggression of, I have to, I have to fuck this new woman and do this and do that. And, and it was so obvious that he was that desperate, you know, just because Lily was somebody new that it, I mean, it turned both of us off immediately. So, I mean, we were, we were, like I said, we were lucky, you know, we were able to stop and just say, look, this isn't our thing. Um, you know, sorry. And got out, got out of the situation quickly, but, um, it was maybe a bit of a wake up call for us that, um, even though we were trying to get to know that couple before we did anything that, um, we, we needed to do, we, we needed to make sure we could take things slowly with people. Yeah. And you know, that is just, that's an unnecessary attitude. You know, I understand being aggressive and there's a time and a place for it, but I'm also like, I know me, if that was me, I would, um, mm -mm. Like, I, I don't think I would have probably handled it as probably as professional as you did. <laughs> it was it 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 was uh, not it was shocking because it was completely different from the people that we had come to know um, over dinners. I mean, the the other guy was polite and calm and um didn't come across as desperate until until we all got naked and got in the hot tub and then it was it was almost like 20 or 30 seconds later i mean lily and i were were just we were we both had drinks they had drinks we were chatting i think i think his wife was stroking him under the water i'm sure she was cuz i think lily was doing that to me and then all of a sudden he's he's up and trying to push his penis into Lily's face. And she, the look on her face was either I'm going to bite this off or I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what I was thinking. Like, that's why I said, this is going to turn physical here. We might want to well, move. That. She, she shoved him before I could do anything. Not, I mean, and, and it's difficult holding your balance in a, in a hot tub. I mean, it was a decent sized hot tub, but he splashed back and and i think i remember him looking kind of surprised but um we just we got out as quickly as we could i mean i can't remember everything we were saying we were trying to keep the situation calm but it was like this no this just is not for us don't you don't do that no and there's a time and a place for aggressive behavior <laughs> yeah and i think if the guy had pushed any more beyond that um, you know, he was saying sorry and stuff like that. I think if he had been aggressive after that, um, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been pretty, but, um, no, probably not because at that point, you know, it has nothing to do with sex and everything for self-preservation. Right. Yeah. And I, I, Lily, Lily said this and 
as we were driving home that I hate to use the R word, but she said, you know, that had the beginning feeling of a rape. Because he was was trying to force. Yeah. And, you know, there should be no reason for any of that. No. You know, it's, if someone would have stand up and you'd have been like, you know what, just sit back down. Let's, just go with the flow and, but no, like I said, you probably handled it with more tech than I would have. Cause I know me <laughs> and I know my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to say something. Well, yeah. And it, it was, it was, a, it was definitely a learning experience for us. It was thankfully the first and last time anything like that has ever happened, but um, but we'd hear stories from others, other couples about um, similar things happening to them. And it, it's funny that it, 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 I think we reacted the same way that a couple of the other people we've talked to did, that it was a shock when it happened because it was completely unexpected. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is pe- we were... I don't even know if this correlates, but we were talking about something, me and one of my girlfriends, and she had made a comment to someone that she was dating. And she goes, my friend Angie, if she goes, if we went out to a club and someone was being aggressive, she will turn into the biggest lesbian. I go, I would do whatever I had to, to stop a situation. Yeah. Because, you know, when I used to go like a hundred years ago, just start off you don't have to come on that strong because when i say you know back up or not right now or whatever i'm instantly called well you're just a bitch no i'm not you're like like chill the fuck out yeah we've we've talked to uh and interviewed a couple on here who um, are, I'm going to call them sex experts. They've been in the lifestyle for decades. And one of the thing I'm probably going to butcher this, but you know, they talk about the, um, the, the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am mentality. And the, of some people that, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I think mainly guys that they'll get in a situation and it's like, okay, I've got to stick it in there you know, right now. And it's the truth. And one of my dear friends, he brought up a good point because we were talking about um, men who just, you know, I can, who talk like such a strong game about themselves. You know, I could do this and I can make you feel that. And I, my dick is so big, whatever. And he's like, those are the guys who can't do anything. Yeah. He goes, I've never had to say what I can and cannot do. He's like, because I know what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. And believe me, very capable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the it's the whole put up or shut up. And and I I would say we we've seen that. I'm also going to say that there are some women, especially in the lifestyle, who are like that, too. Oh, no, it's not just a man thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've, you know, I, I can, I can give you head and you'll come within 30 seconds. And I'm like, well, 
probably not, but thanks for trying. <laughs> but, you know, I know women who do the same thing. Like when yeah. I've had, you know, sporadic different people come over on a Friday night who will be like, same thing. I can do this. I give the best head. And it goes back to what I said before. I talk about sex all the time. I don't talk about my sex. Right. And what I'm capable of doing. Be, because it's different with different people. Um, you know, I and, and and I'll go back to something I said earlier. Lily and I are great together because we know each other's likes and and dislikes and our mentally our 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 mental connection. I mean, what I'm trying to think of how to say this. We want the other one to experience a lot of pleasure. And I would say that the two of us are both very giving when it comes to the other. And we, we push ourselves to make sure the other one has pleasure when we're having sex. And that's um, where you get that big volcanic orgasm. Yes. Like if I like those conversations that are so fluid because all of my likes and everything are surface level and not just sex. Like if you walk into my place, you can look around and realize a lot of the things that I like. Like it makes me laugh when people I've had certain people go, Oh my God, she's like the hardest person to shop for. No, I'm not. Like you could just look around and be like, okay, she likes this, this, and this. And the same thing with sex. If I feel comfortable with you, things are naturally just going to come out. Right. And I like those moments that if I'm with somebody who is smart, who remembers things that we have talked about, I don't have to say anything because yeah. you remember, oh, she likes this, 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 and this. And then it just, everything happens fluidly. Yep. And that, and too many people don't real, realize that or, they're they're desperate to i i've said i said this already i don't know a better way to put it I, especially guys there are too many guys out there who once the vagina is in sight that's it forget it i gotta get my yeah. penis in there and i don't care what happens next i'm that's what i need to do yeah and it's it's i have seen it so off every day when I'm like scrolling through TikTok because TikTok picks up your algorithm very quickly. And there's like book talk, which, you know, has all the authors on there talking about whatever gambit of book they write, but there's also like kink talk yeah. and I'm, you know, that's on my feed and I'm seeing this and I'm just like, some of the people are legitimate and that's what they do. They're legitimate doms or they're, you know, legitimate swingers or whatever it is that they're doing on there but then there's some of them on there that are just saying whatever it is to snag someone else's attention and it's like no that's not how any of this works that now you're just being work. no and now you're just finding a way to be manipulative and get what you want and it's not just a man thing it's a, a person thing Women yeah. do it and men do it. Yeah, it it seems you know it seems more blatant with men, but but like I did say earlier, I 
I know several women who are like that. Um, and, and it's, for me, it's a turnoff. So maybe, maybe what I ought to do is start a group saying, okay, if you're a guy who just wants to stick it in, and if you're a woman who just wants to get stuck, then, um, here you go. Yeah. And then you guys can have quick, fast sex that, um, may, maybe, or maybe not fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but that's that was the disappointing thing for us with that couple is, you know, we we both talked that we were liking them. And if he had just been willing to take some time, he would have Lily probably would have had sex with him at some point sooner or la- rather than later. And he probably would have really enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than he enjoyed her pushing her him back and us leaving. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, playing devil's advocate, maybe you just got overly excited and this is where you thought it was going to go. But obviously you just didn't pay attention. Right, right. Well, I, I, I will say in this, I, I think we were sending all, I mean, we were saying all the, the right things. Um, he just wasn't listening. Well, he, no, I wasn't implying that. And I, you know, and some people just don't fucking listen. <laughs> no, no. And I, I, you know, as I'm thinking, as, as I said that, um, he's, it seems like he may have been one of those people who completely planned everything, um, ahead in his own mind that, oh, I'm going to get them back. We're going to get in the hot tub and then I'm going to have Lily. And that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, and he didn't take into account what we would want. Yeah. And therein lies the problem, you know, it's about planning it out to the T it's not, it's not always going to go that way. Right. You can't, you can't, you have to leave room for a lack of a better word, error. <laughs> yeah. Or just to let things happen organically. Um, I, you know, that night, um, it, all Lily and I were willing to do at the beginning would have been, you know, no, no swapping, but a lot of voyeurism. So them watching us, us watching them, which, you know, we had sort of talked, we knew that that was the kind of thing they said they were interested in at, at, at the start, you know, um, they wanted to start slow. They wanted to get to know the couple they were with. They, you know, th- so basically there, it felt like a lot of lies in their profile. And that's a shame because, you know, that is that's where a lot of people you know when that happens it pushes the other people back not necessarily you because you you are lily able to process things and move forward but like say if that was another new couple yeah and that was their first time and that could cause a lot of you know, psychological damage in the sense where it's like, is this how everyone is? Or what if she felt obligated to do that? 
obligational sex is not fun. No, no. And that's no. And we've, I mean, we've been there and, and she's talked to me about times she's felt, you know, prior to our meeting where that just wasn't, wasn't good for her. And she was never going to do that again. And I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's no obligational sex is not fun. It's, no, it's an obligation. It is. And it's like, okay, I really don't want to do this, but if I don't do it, then what could happen? So I guess I'm just going to say yes, or I'm not going to say yes. I'm just going to lean into it. Right. Which but is I, a horrible feeling to navigate. And if that was a first time couple, they might not do, they're going to, that could be like, oh my God, is everyone like this? And then that can change their mindset. And then if they decided to do it again, they're going to be that couple that w- was aggressive. Exactly. Um, or or just get out of the lifestyle altogether. I mean, we've talked to people who had um, a terrible experience their first time out and then you know, just struggled with themselves as a couple for years until they got back to the point where they're like, well, let's, let's try again. Um, and well, I was going to say, and some who just, um, would never try again. Um, we've met couples like that at nudist resorts that, you know, when you get to know them, um, you know, we start talking and, and that might come up and, I can think of two couples that we met that had tried swinging early in their relationship, had a really terrible experience that wasn't their fault and just decided that, no, you know, why, why risk terrible experiences? Exactly. And I mean, that also can come down to just a single person, you know, you meet someone out, you have fun and it it's that weird obligational like, okay, I've got to do this to get out of this situation. Right. Right. And the, it's, it's horrible. Well, it's a horrible feeling. And so I, I sort of wrote about one of our first club experiences in uh, the photographer's story, because it was a big deal for us. And, and it nearly got us out of trying any, any more, but um, Lily got into a situation where, um, I'm trying to think how to, she was enjoying the physical for the most part, but then she felt obligated to have sex with, with some, you know, a couple of different guys because of the situation. And, um, yeah, it's... but, but it was, you know, it was something for her when she was, you know, we talked about it afterwards. She was, and it, it bothered me because, well, we had a rule, we had a rule going in that we don't get separated from each other and we don't, we don't wander off. And if one is playing, the other is there to either watch or participate. And we both violated that. Um, I, I went off with one of the women that, that we'd been dancing with and, ended up having sex with her and then couldn't find Lily and found her in a room with uh, several different, several guys, a couple that we had been getting to know that night. But um, when she described, described it afterwards, it was um, she knew she could have stopped and said no, because that was emphasized throughout the the evening. But um, she felt 
put on, I guess, that and put in a bad I'm 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 trying to I hate explaining somebody else's um Oh no, I get what you're saying. experience, but um but I mean we've talked about it we talked about it so much afterwards that um I guess what I want to say is she enjoyed the physical sensations. It 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 reinforced her concern about and and fear of that claustrophobia thing. But um, there there was she she said there was a time that she had just finished with one guy, and all of a sudden there was another guy there, and you know she was enjoying the sensation. But if she had been given time to say stop, she would have said stop. Yeah, and. You know, it's that's a hard feeling to navigate. It is because, you know, you want to and you're just like, fuck. you know, you're just trapped in this emotional feeling. Yeah. And and it's I mean, it's it's hard for me to explain. I felt like shit um, that I had violated our rule. And then she got into that situation. She felt terrible because she willingly went into a room with um, another guy. Um, and, and again, she she would, you know, she was violating our rules. Um, and then it, it just kind of it just kind of snowballed after that. And that's you know that. You try, I personally, and how my brain works, like I try, I would try not to overthink it, thinking it in the sense that that could have, and nothing, I'm not saying anything bad about the the people that were in that room, like that could have in other circumstances turned really bad. Yeah. Oh, it really, we were, we were at a legit club. And, and it really could. And I think that's the thing that, that kind of scared us um, afterwards is how bad it could have turned um, and really got us back to reinforcing our need for rules and guidelines. And then the other thing, how easy it is to let your hormones take control. And I think that that was true for both of us. And it was something we learned afterwards that it's important for us as a couple to not, you know, to to not get into a situation because we were hornier than hell. Um, it's okay to be horny as hell, but think things through. Exactly. And, you know, this goes along with, you don't have to be in any lifestyle. This should just be your own personal core belief. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, there's things that I don't like and that I'm not going to do. Right. Right. And I I think we were we were new into everything. And I think that that newness lent lent some issues to all of this. But we also knew what what we enjoyed and things that we had been talking about and what might or might not be fun. And I think we got too comfortable um, that, you know, thing we got too comfortable and we let things happen that need, 
I won't say we we totally regret it, but it was one of those, it was a wake-up call that this could have gone horribly wrong. I think, you know, that that just popped a thing in my head where it's like, you know, everyone talks about consent, but you don't realize how hard sometimes it is to say no in a situation. Right. Because... You know, you could have consented to whatever, let's, I'm consenting to sex or whatever, but that, you know, if something starts to turn, it's like, okay, I really don't like this. And it's like a weird fear situation in your, in, for me, like, it would be like a fear, like a, internal monologue of fear like oh my god if i say no is is he really gonna stop yeah is he gonna turn aggressive and be like oh no you said you wanted this yeah well and that was and and you know again we were at an established club and we they 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 had walked us through because they knew we were new there we we told them we were new there and they went over the the rules that no means no, you can stop anything. Um, there there was an orgy room where basically the rule was, if you go in there, you're consenting to be touched and touch and all that kind of stuff. And the room that Lily ended up in, there, there were several sort of bedrooms. And the rule was, if you have the door open, you're agreeing to let people watch or come in and and participate and she knew that going in but didn't expect it to get to the point where it got yeah and you know yeah (laughs) yeah that's it it's a lot to the point to where it kind of made me a little bit speechless in the way uh, like how i was thinking you know you can you can plan for things, but yeah. you also have to plan for the unexpected. Right. Right. And, you know, especially in that situation, you know, you're going to a place where things are planned, things are expected, but you, there's always room for error. Well, the, the way we've talked to, I mean, we, we knew intellectually knowing something and then actually experiencing it are two completely different things. We knew probably what would be going on and, but we didn't, it it was like, it was like, um, uh, amateur football player going out on a, you know, to try out for a professional team. You don't know the, you don't know what you don't know until you're actually on the field. Yeah. Until you're in it and you're like, Oh shit, I don't like this. <sighs> yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing, you know, it, so with, uh, with me and the, the, the woman I was with that it, it just, it, it flowed. And from talking to Lily, it, it flowed with her. Um, but it was faster than we expected. And so I, I ended up, I ended up in in a room with the woman the woman that I was had been dancing with and I hate to say it, it just happened and 
you know, I knew what was probably going to happen, but let the horniness take control and, and went off like that. And, uh, Lily had seen me go off with her and, and basically, you know, in her, she was thinking that, okay, well, well, we're relaxing that rule. So it's okay for me to go off with this guy. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing that I, we've learned, we learned from that. Yeah. One of the things we learned from that is it's okay to relax rules, but it's not okay to not talk about it. Exactly. So we've been in situations similar to that at, where it's like, okay, well, we only plan to come and do voyeurism, um, but this situation has developed. So, Hey, Lily, she wants, she wants to do this or she wants to do that. So, and, and, we found that most of the people that we would meet in, in those early days at, at a club totally understood that, that, Oh, I'm here with my, my partner. I need to, I need to let them know that, you know, or talk to them about possibly changing up our, our game plan. And well, most people are totally fine with that. Yeah. People have asked me or people assume that I've, been to club i'm like no i haven't i go but if i wanted to i'm the person that i have to be comfortable anywhere i go yeah yeah and i would be like sure i will i would go with you but please don't have expectations of me doing anything mm -hmm. because i would have to feel comfortable with myself maybe the first time i would just go and look at everything because I would have to take it all in, mm -hmm. I, you know, and I'm like, the best way I could describe it is one of my best friends was having like a, I think like a 4th of July picnic or something barbecue at his house. And the first thing he says, he goes, come on over. We're having, he goes, you're going to know everyone here. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> Cause I don't, <laughs> it's like, I know their house. I've been to their house. You know, I know the people that are going to be there, this or that, but it's like, oh God, there's new people there. And it's like, I feel awkward and I'm, and people are always laugh when I say this, I'm pretty shy at first. Yeah. Like I have to feel comfortable and it comes down to kind of feeling safe. Yeah, exactly. My son goes an introverted extrovert. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. And that's like the perfect definition. Because once I feel comfortable. I think there's an ambivert. That's what the, there's a new middle word. It's basically that. I had to think of it for a second. Oh, he just said that there's a new word for it and it's ambivert. <laughs> that would be me. Where, Because <laughs> um, uh, once I feel comfortable. Um, you know, I'll interact with people, but you know, I, I, it's a level for me. I have to see my surroundings, then I have to feel comfortable. And then eventually I'll start being chatty. And then who knows at that point for me, it would be letting everything flow kind of how it should. Right. Right. And you know, that's just, that's just me. Yeah. And everybody, everybody is going to handle things differently. I, I would say going back to the the club that we thought we had done our research onto what it would be like. And 
I just don't know a better way to describe it. There's one, there's, there's intellectually understanding something and then there's actually experiencing it. And if we were to go back now, it would be a completely different situation for us because um, we, we'd be much more comfortable with everything, but um, we did, you know, we did get overly comfortable because the people were good. It, we were enjoying ourselves, having a good time. And, and by God, we knew we were, we were swingers and this was, this was something that we were going to do. Yeah. And, you know, that goes along, you know, with me, I'm much different than I was say five years ago. Yeah. And, you know, there's things that I'm more comfortable with now than I was then because I've come to terms with certain things, but I also know me very well. Like I have to feel, I have to feel safe in my environment. Yeah. Not necessarily like physically safe. I mean, yes, but I have to feel like emotion that, um, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for, like mentally safe. Yeah, I think, I, I think that I, I, I totally get that. Not, um, trying to think, um, I, I would say, I, and, and that was part of the problem. I think we felt mentally safe and mentally confident. Um, that's, that's the good one, but, <laughs> but we, in truth, we weren't, we, we were over, we were cocky and arrogant. If that makes well, sense. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it happens, you know, you, yeah. I doubt that you went into that thinking that that was a bad way of thinking. No, no. And, and we, you know, I'm trying looking back on it, it was a great, it was a good experience, um, to learn from, um, you know, and, and, and that, that was that, and physically it was fun. It was enjoyable. Um, mentally it wasn't, oh, it wasn't traumatic. It was, I, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. It was disturbing that we weren't in, in, as in control as we wanted to be. If that makes sense. No, it does. And, you know, as long as you've learned the lesson for yourself and your partner, then you can readjust and move forward. Yeah. And I think we both did. And I hate to do this, but I realize we have been chatting for well over an hour now. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm unfortunately going to need to wrap things up. Um but it sounds like we have a lot more that we can talk about uh, the next time. Absolutely. And next time I can bring up what I was going to say, because I've had people ask me what my favorite letter was and what I've done in my book. Oh, cool. So we can talk about that. Okay. I think that will be fun. So I think so too. Um, to our listeners, check out the books that uh, we've both recently published. Um, please uh, take a look at those. And email or uh, tweet us any of your questions. We love to try to answer things as we go on the show. So thanks, Absolutely. Angela. It was great talking to you again. Always a pleasure. Speak seductively.